The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Let's speak now to Luzugo Kohli, who is the National Coordinator of the Cultural and Creative Industries Federation of South Africa. And this is really in terms of their response, SIFSA's response to the published outcomes of the COVID-19 Relief Fund Provincial Partners. It's for the disbursement of the relief funding. Luzugo, good morning and thank you so much for your time today. Uh, good morning to you, Kathy, and... Uh uh, morning to your viewers, uh, and thank you for having me. It's a very strongly worded response that you as CIFSA has noted and recorded when it comes to some of the outcomes of this COVID-19 relief fund and what the monies have been used for. Firstly, let's talk about the provincial, uh, the, the provincial partners and what was actually meant, what this fund was actually meant for and how it was supposed to be dispersed. All right. Uh, thank you uh, for, for the question. Uh, basically, with the issue of the provincial partnership, um, uh, the, the National Arts Council uh, was uh, called for a briefing where they called organizations uh, to apply to partner with them in different provinces. And this partnership... The former board, which is not the new board that is, is there now, the intention of the former board was to ensure that, one, the money is uh, spread equally in all provinces. Two, uh, they identify uh, four uh, uh, organizations in each province that are going to partner with them. Now, the call went out, uh, the brief was clear, and then after the call went out, uh, indeed, uh, there were shortlisted organizations, meaning these organizations are capable of doing what uh, is necessary. Uh, but then, uh, because of the um, uh, board uh, recommendations, they recommended that uh, there's another process where uh, these shortlisted organizations must be visited uh, so that uh, they can ask them some questions and also see if this system that they promised are there, if they are operational. They must also be able to see if these people do have the capacity of doing this or it's just a paper. And for us, that scoring becomes the most critical in everything because that's where the practicality of whether you can deliver or not is. Now, um, for whatever reason, the process was uh, finished, uh, results were out. Um, sorry, the, 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 the independent panel uh, decided to say, okay, uh, based on uh, the reports that we have received from visits uh, to provinces, uh, they made their recommendations and approved, uh, which they kept the same approach uh, that they, 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 they announced in the briefing, which is to say uh, each province will get the four. So all provinces that had more than uh, four uh, shortlisted candidates were approved with four uh, applicants. Now uh, the CEO came in and then uh, they, they felt that uh, the process that was followed in, 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 in site visits was not proper. Um, uh, she 
he may have higher reasons. Uh, we don't want to dwell there whether they were right or wrong. But now the issue is that this whole process changes the outcomes by the independent adjudicators. And, and, and that we find very, very uh, unacceptable. And we are saying uh, they must fix it. Um, there is no way that uh, we, we can find ourselves in that. And our issue is not whether the money is spread equally, but we are saying uh, the money must benefit at least for organizations where uh, we have enough applicants. So effectively, what you are saying is that this process where they want to uh, begin the verification processes from scratch, you are saying that that should not happen. But those that have already been appointed, I believe, um, that have already been published as, as, as qualifying for and meeting this criteria, that those contracts need to go ahead. Yes, what we are saying is that uh, they must fix whatever that they did wrong. Uh, they must ensure that uh, we don't care who they add to make for in each province. Uh, if, uh, for instance, in a, pro- in a certain province you had uh, uh, five applicants or, let's say, shortlisted candidates, and then you decide to cut the two, we are saying just add the two. Whether which company you add in, it's none of our business, but let the money be spread to more organizations. That is where our interest is, as the, the independent adjudicators approve us. So that's that's the position. But uh, I must say that, uh, Kathy, um, uh, we, we didn't want to really get in the details of this because we, we do have a meeting. Uh, NAC has agreed to meet up with us. Maybe uh, mostly in this uh, platform, we wanted to share some of the resolutions that we had with the meeting that we had with the organization, not necessarily uh, the National Arts Council. What would these organizations, so these four or two shortlisted organizations, how would they be involved in the disbursements of these funds? And speak to me, uh, you know, in terms of how it would directly benefit the artists that are ultimately supposed to be the end receivers of this product. Basically, uh, what is needed from them is just they will get the funding, equal funding in all provinces, like all four organizations will get equal funding to disperse. So meaning they are just a, a distribution agency, if I may put it that way. Mm. So they will be paying at least 5,000 rand each, and then they have maybe a commission of 5%. So we're saying that 5% can give a job or two, three jobs to uh, some of the artists uh, in, in, within uh, that particular organization. Mm-hmm. And that is why it's so important that uh, all organizations are able to get something out of this. And and do, do we know, do we know uh, in terms of the funds, how much money would actually be allocated or be given to each organization? The money that is allocated to NAC is seventeen million, uh, in uh, our understanding. So that seventeen million should be spread across all uh, provinces, all provinces. Mm. Uh, but Kathy, uh, I, I think uh, I'm not sure if I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of order. But I do want us. Uh, maybe we're still going to talk. I do want us to talk about the resolution of the organization because the statement is mostly 
about that. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, the, the reality is that part of the reason why I have to ask these questions is that, you know, we're talking about artists that have taken quite a severe knock uh, during this pandemic. And we have to have a sense of ultimately when we talk about monies being dispersed across provinces and across these organizations, realistically, how far that money can actually stretch. And, and it sounds to me um, that, you know, it, it looks like in the end uh, what individual artists may end up getting uh, could, could well be be very little. Um, how, how else do you think that artists can and should be supported during this time? Um, I do not want to lie to you, Kathy. Uh, I think the Minister of Sport, Art and Culture has tried his best. Mm. Um, uh, in that, uh, we can't lie and say he has not been doing uh, his work. Uh, there's been about three phases of funding that have been coming from the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Out of three phases of funding, plus minus 12,000 artists have benefited. There's been other interventions. Maybe I won't get into the, those details, but uh, maybe... Uh, what we need to do as the industry, we need to come together, engage, and look at other avenues as to where can we, uh, which, uh, even if it's, uh, it's private sector, lottery, and other avenues, and say, where can we knock so that the sector, because the reality is that the money from the department is not enough. Mm. And that is why we will always fight amongst ourselves to say some are approved, some are not approved, and all those things. So uh, it's just to look outside the department as well. And, 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 and in terms of your own reflections as, as an organization on how to assist the cultural and creative industries, what have been some of your other resolutions on this matter? Um, I think for, for us, we, we had a meeting uh, when we realized that we have an issue with the National Arts Council uh, regarding this partnership, and also we had an issue with issues of the um, Zanzu Golden Economy uh, in terms of uh, the extension of their, of their outcome. And uh, we also had a problem with the, uh, with the third wave that some of the artists have not yet received um, after such a long time. So we thought ourselves, let's call all organizations. And amongst the organizations that we had um, uh, were a number of colleagues and uh, in the music and uh, in, the, in, the, in the entire cultural, in the cultural and creative industry. Now, uh, part of the resolutions that were taken there was to say, we have an issue with the extension of the outcomes uh, in the in, in, of 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 the golden economy, uh, but we were fortunate enough that out of that we were able to engage um, the department, and the department um, then looked at other options to say uh, they can deliver end of October. Mm. Uh, that uh, decision was accepted by the sector. But the sector then gave us a mandate to say we must monitor that process with the department to ensure that uh, they deliver. So what we have requested from the department is a document that explains to us 
as to how they are going to make sure that by end of October they deliver. It must be specific to say we'll have so many adjudicators, each adjudicator will have so many people, so that we are able to monitor and make sure that that is delivered. The second thing, the issue of NAC, we are already, we have a confirmed interview with EOSOR, a meeting with them to discuss the matter that affects the organization. On the issue of third wave, there were two concerns from the sector. One was the issue of um, uh, the issue of uh, uh, the, the, the other artists having not received uh, their funding as yet, um, uh, uh, particularly the organisation. Mm-hmm. And the answer that we received was that the money that was allocated for that particular project it was not enough. Uh, so uh, uh, it, it, it got finished on individuals. But what the department did, they engaged Treasury, and Treasury approved uh, more budget for them. So they will be able to pay, uh, but we also asked for specifics as to when are they paying. So that document must be with us before our next meeting with, with the on Thursday this week. And on the issue of decline, there are those who feel that the, the letters of decline are generic. The department has explained as to why they are doing it uh, based on their resources and all that, but the platform of appeal will be um, allowed so that people can satisfy themselves. So those are some of the resolutions uh, that we have taken. Mm. I, I think across the board, Luzuko, uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're facing a situation where the different projects that are supposed to aid artists during this time, that those projects are facing different types of challenges. And and ultimately, that means that the full benefit is not being derived by those who uh, are supposed to be most affected um, by these projects or impacted by these projects. Yes, definitely uh, it, it does. Uh, uh, all these processes are really affecting the, the artists in some way. And uh, we really, uh, uh, we've been engaging with the department to say, uh, you must fast track your processes because mm. if you don't, you are affecting uh, the livelihood of our artists. Uh, but we must also um, uh, uh, do our best as the sector to also uh, try and, 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 and look for other avenues. And, and the platform that we have created, I believe in the type of leadership that we have in this country, uh, in the cultural and creativity uh, industry, that we will find solutions to these kind of things and we will deal with each and every uh, 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 institution that is supposed to assist uh, the industry. Because I remember that uh, uh, the, the likes of NAVF were also mentioned in the meeting to say these are some of the institutions that we need to engage going forward. Maybe from the next meeting we'll be given another Monday to engage those institutions and check how far have they gone in terms of uh, doing their part as well. So what? Yeah, as the in- yeah yes. go, go for it. So as the industry, we really want um, uh, to unite. Um, the only thing that is going to assist us to achieve and have a bigger voice and a stronger voice is that we need to unite and speak in one voice. 
And uh, we are engaging everyone to say, let's come together, let's solve our issues on our own. Mm. What What are your expectations for this festive season going into the rest of the year? Um, and, and, and give me a sense of whether or not you believe that there will be an opportunity for artists to, to, to recover. Uh, our expectations is that uh, if, if government was able to open the country during these elections right now, then they must allow us to do our part as the sector. They must allow us to practice our art. So we're expecting that events will start uh, running. Um, the creative sector should go back to its uh, normality. Obviously, for us to recover, we'll need some support here and there. And as the industry, we'll take those decisions uh, together and say, here we need uh, the intervention. But key to everything that we will be discussing is that the cultural and creative industries contributes a lot in the DGP of this country. Now, what we are saying is that if we are so much um, uh, uh, contributing, why not make sure that uh, allocation of the, of, the, of, of the sector is also speaking in as much as we are contributing? Mm. So what we are saying is that um, maybe the battles that we need to fight for, rather than uh, the legal battles, is to fight for more funds to be allocated to this sector. Uh, you will remember that um, even the issue of the PSP, uh, the sector was allocated 1.2 billion. And for whatever reason, that money was cut to half. And as the sector, we were quiet, we didn't fight for, our, uh, for, for, for that. And as a result, the money was not enough uh, to service us. All right. So what we are saying even with the presidency, we need to engage the presidency to see the importance of the cultural and creative industry. All right. So Lusico? that we, don't, we are not treated um, mm. uh, differently from other sectors. Let's leave it there for this morning. Luzugo Kohli, the National Coordinator of the Cultural and Creative Industries Federations. It's 10.30 and has your latest headlines.